0: want to improve your English listening skills with weekly interesting conversations, well welcome to the Teachify English podcast from Sevilla to the world. Let's go. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Teachify English podcast. I'm Lewis and I'm joined by Uh, Jack. Perfect. Jack, how
1: are you? Uh, I'm very well today. Uh, Very hot as usual. Uh And how's your summer? Summer's been good. It's been, um, yeah, I've I've done a fair amount. I've been to Italy and the UK, uh, so I didn't spend any of August in Seville. Uh, So I spent three weeks in Italy and uh, 10 days in London. Okay, and if you
0: could go back to either London or Italy right now, where would you go?
1: (sighs) It's a difficult one. Um, probably London, because London, the weather in London is just a bit more reasonable at the moment. Uh, whereas Italy is also very hot at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Good. So, I'd like to introduce a new section to the podcast, in which, at the beginning of each episode, I'm going to be asking our guest, or maybe telling you myself, about something that we've learned this week. So Jack, do you want to get started by telling us what have you learnt this week?
1: Well, today I learned not to leave your bike in the hallway in your block of flats. Um, Why? Why? What happened to your bike, Jack? <laughs> well, I, I recently moved into a knee flat um, and I thought it would be okay for me to leave my bike um, in, the, in the hallway you know, in the entrance area to the block of flats, so I wouldn't have to take it and keep it in my flat. However, uh, last night it looks like somebody walked past the hallway and somebody had left the gate open, um, meaning that my bike was completely unprotected and vulnerable. So somebody just must have walked in and walked off with it. So I I woke up this morning, ready to go to my first class, and my bike was gone. Oh, so yeah, yeah. someone stole your bike, Somebody. or they robbed you. Somebody they
0: stole your bike mm-hmm. from you. Irregular verb. Remember, steal, stole,
1: stolen. Mm, yes, exactly. Um, well, the good news is that I will probably be able to find it uh, on Thursday at the market. <laughs> Perfect. Great. So, how did you get to your class? Um, I had a very uh, good friend uh, lend me her um, CVC number, so, uh, yeah, thank you, Shannon. (laughs) Excellent, yes, thank you, Shannon, as always.
0: (laughs) So, today, we are going to speak about what we've been speaking about in class this week, because we've been looking back to the beginning of the year and 2020, which, well... I think it's safe to say that a lot of people had higher expectations of what was going to happen in 2020. Yes, yes, definitely. (laughs) It's been a fairly complicated year and, um, well, who knows? Looking on the bright side, we might have been able to learn some more things, like not leaving your (laughs) bike unprotected. But, Jack, let's just... See if we can remember, um, New Year's Eve, the 31st of December of uh, 2019. Yes. Mm-hmm. How did you celebrate the arrival of
1: this new decade? Uh, so I actually celebrated that here in Seville with my dear old mum um, in Plaza Nueva. Uh, so you were here in Seville? I was here in Seville, yes. Uh, 23 degrees at Christmas. You don't get that in the UK. Um, so yeah, for me it was my first Spanish New Year's, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we had the grapes and everything um, and kind of stood, stood in Plaza Nueva with all the other people who were there, um, but yeah, they, I wasn't very good at the grapes. Uh, Why not? What was wrong with the grapes? Well, my mum had bought these like this tin of grapes. Um, not like a box that you that you see other people in, but they were this tin and they were all gooey and they had this kind of weird liquid around them, which meant they were really squishy, mm-hmm. really soft and squishy. So um, the texture was kind of disgusting, which but it meant that trying to eat how, however it, how many twelve grapes 12, I, think, I think I think it's twelve grapes. Trying to eat the twelve grapes as quickly as you can was just it was just too much. And mm. um, so.
0: Do you wish that you had celebrated New Year's Eve in England?
1: Mm, no, I think it's always nice to see my mum. It was nice to spend New Year's Eve with my mum. Uh, and then afterwards I went up with some other friends and then we went out to God knows how what, what time. Uh, probably one of the last nights been, I went out on actually. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. And what did I do? Well, I think I went home and I was with all of my friends from primary school and secondary school. And an interesting thing that normally in Spain, you celebrate New Year's Eve with your family. Whereas, however, in the UK, it tends to be something that you would celebrate with your friends. At least in my family, we never used to organize anything for New Year's Eve. So last year, I celebrated the arrival of the new decade with my friends. Um, Maybe Having some drinks of Coca-Cola and Fanta and orange juice, of course. <laughs> and Jack, did you have any New Year's resolutions for this year?
1: No, um, I, I, for not New Year's resolutions. Um, however, I do... Well, it's a bit late for a New Year's resolution now because we're in uh, September. However, um, I, after, after August... Um, I've put on about seven kilos, so at the moment I'm on a diet, so it's kind of like a very late New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. Good.
0: Um, Some nice vocabulary there. So you put on how much? Seven kilograms. Wow. So to put on weight. I've gained weight, yeah. There we go. You took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) And then you said that now you're on a diet.
1: I'm on a diet, yes. I have to watch what I'm eating. Uh, So, yeah, no more fatty foods, no more chocolates. I'm still going to drink, but I'm going to exercise more now, which will hopefully um, even it out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. As they say,
0: everything in moderation. Mm -hmm. Again, pay special attention to the preposition, everything in moderation. So I think in Spanish you say with moderation. Mm The funny things about language, eh? So, um, obviously it's been a complicated year. Are you still optimistic about the decade as a whole?
1: It's weird. I know that I shouldn't be, but I am. I think it's because I am, in general, a very optimistic person. Um, I think, even though this has been a terrible um, thing for a lot of people, I think, uh, you know, I've still had a lot of good times this year, despite the circumstances. Um, I also kind of like to think that uh, if you look at pandemics in the past, for example, the Black Death Mm -hmm. in the Middle Ages, there was, uh, after this pandemic, there was a period of of prosperity and in many ways it was the cause of the Renaissance, which came later on. Uh So hopefully, fingers crossed, if all
0: goes well, we will learn from this pandemic and we will mm. grow and we will prosper and mm. we will all be happy ever well, after.
1: Well, I think we are already seeing some, um, some positive things about this. So people are now more likely to be able to work from home, which even a year ago, uh, for a lot of companies, it was seen as a, an impossibility. But now, now it's becoming more more likely that people are able to work from home. Perfect, yeah, I 100%
0: agree. Mm. I always try to see the glass half full Mm -hmm. rather than half empty, and if I can, I try to be positive and optimistic about everything, Mm. thinking that, you know, every little thing is gonna be alright. I do miss dancing, though. You miss dancing? Oh, yeah. Ah, I didn't know that you were into your dancing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, I, I, I don't know if I would call it dancing, more just moving with some sort of a rhythm to a mu- to music. Uh-huh. And where in particular do you miss dancing? Uh, the Alameda. Uh, so the bars, and, the bars and nightclubs in the Alameda, which have been closed due to the current situation. Uh-huh. Well, um,
0: I don't miss dancing <laughs> at all, <laughs> but there are other things that I miss. Such as seeing a full stadium at a football ground. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Being able to uh, walk around without a face mask Mm. and just being able to. Being able to hug people. Yeah, hugging people, kissing people, being affectionate. Mm. But hey, everything will improve. Now, um, let's continue by going over some expressions. And again, these are some expressions that we've been teaching this week in class. So we're going to select a couple each and we're going to explain what they mean and what kind of context you could use them in. So I'll get started by saying that the pandemic has actually been a blessing in disguise for Teachify. That means that... It's been good. It's been positive for the company, despite the fact that it seemed that it was going to be a nightmare. It seemed like it was going to be a disaster. So it has been a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. That's one.
1: Jack, do you want to tell us about another one of these expressions? So there's another expression that I quite like. Uh, it's not rocket science. When, something, when somebody is explaining something that is actually very simple. Um, so, for example, if you were talking about um, an easy task or an easy job, you might say, "Well, it's, it's not rocket science," you know. Exactly. I could mm. say that um,
0: maybe recording this podcast it might seem complicated, and I'm terrible mm. with technology, but eh, it's not rocket science. No, exactly. Yeah, very good, very good. Mm-hmm. And another one is uh, "speak of the devil." Mm speak or maybe speaking of the devil. So, earlier we were speaking about Mickey. And then, out of nowhere, he walked into the room. So, we were speaking about him and then he arrived. So Classic Mickey. Classic (laughs) Mickey. He always does this. So, we said, ah, speak of the devil. Mickey, how are you?
1: We were just speaking about you. The full full saying is actually uh, speak of the devil and he shall appear. Oh wow! That's I didn't when, know that. That's where this idiom or colloquialism comes from. Wow, Jack, mm. so knowledgeable. No, it's true. I'm very, very smart. <laughs> so please tell us about another expression. Uh, so another expression uh, I quite like is to call it a day. So this is kind of when you kind of you've been working, you know, on something all day. You're really tired. Um, you kind of you just want to finish, and you just think, you know, what? I can finish this task the next day. So I'm going to call it a day now. I'm going to finish work, have a beer, have dinner, see my friends, and then I will continue doing the task tomorrow. I'm so glad that you use that expression. <laughs> Do you know why? Why? Because
0: I think we should call it a day. Ah! ah. Dum dum. So um, yeah, that's it. I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. We got started by having a little chat about summer. Um, by Well, Jack telling us that uh, someone stole his bike, yeah, and then going over the new decade and the new year, and finally explaining four of these expressions. So we had speak of the devil, call it a day, a blessing in disguise, and what was the last one?
1: Um, It was... Come on, Jack. Uh, It's not rocket science. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Come on. It's there you not, go. It's not rocket science. It isn't. It isn't. It's not rocket science.
0: So, thank you very much for listening. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, you name it, and make sure you make listening to this podcast a habit. It's not rocket science. There we go. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave a review. Follow us on social media and most importantly, teachify your life.